Uh, we're going to start with uh, Nick O'Malley and ask others to raise a hand if you have questions for Matthew. Uh, hey, Matthew, I just want to get uh, your take on how the team handled uh, uh, week one and uh, heading down to Miami. Yeah, Nick, uh, that's a good question. I, look, I thought that um, we tried to maximize the opportunity that we had to go down there and and acclimate to the heat and uh, thought we had a good week of preparation. But ultimately, none of that really matters unless you go down and perform well in the game and, and come out with a, a win. And, you know, we didn't do that. So, um, look, there's there's a lot of positives to take away from the game. But I know that everyone in that building um, is disappointed because, you know, you play to win the game. And we did all that preparation and early travel for one reason, and that was to win the game, and, and we didn't do it. Our next question, Chris Ryan. I encourage anyone else to raise a hand if you have a question for Matthew. Hey, Matthew, how are you? I'm well, Chris. How are you? Awesome. Um, your feelings on special teams coming out. What did you like, dislike about uh, Yeah, um, you know, I thought our specialists did a really good job. Um, good operations yesterday. Nick kicked the ball well with the opportunities that he had. And I thought Jake punted the ball well. Um, you know, we did some good things in coverage. Um, you know, didn't didn't create enough game-changing plays. Uh, you know, I think our goal every time we go out there is to make a play that's going to uh, alter the course of the game, change the momentum, um, really give a jolt to the team. And we didn't have a chance to do that yesterday. Um, you know, sometimes that's the way the game goes. But for us, we're hopeful that we can make an impactful play every week. So, you know, we're hungry for those plays. That's what we work for. That's what we prepare for. And, you know, we just got to turn our focus now to uh, the, the Steelers and and see what we can do with a very good group that we're facing this week. Bill talked about the team kind of being in a good place coming out of this, not kind of like what you're saying in that a couple plays here and there. Is that the general consensus that you, know, you like, you're liking how you're coming out of this game moving forward, or do you feel that there needs to be you know, more attention to detail? Yeah, well, look, there always needs to be more attention to detail. It doesn't matter, you know, win or loss. You don't go out there and play the perfect game, uh, even though that's your goal every week. So th there's always going to be room for improvement. You know, I think our mindset needs to be one uh, where we, you know, look at what we're doing and 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 tighten tighten some things down. But then, you know, you don't you don't hit the panic alarm or you know uh, hit the retreat button because things don't go your way in week one. So for us, I think we have to remain op optimistic, remain positive, continue to work with purpose and intentionality, and uh, you know, turn our focus towards week two and make sure we do, you know, things a little bit better this week. Uh, next question, Nick O'Malley, followed by Mark Daniels. Hey, Matthew, uh, I want to ask, um, what's your message to a guy like Kendrick when um, he's not getting the playing time that uh, maybe we expected to see from him so uh, early in the season? He looked a bit frustrated on the sideline and uh, attributed the lack of playing time to not giving the coaches um, what, he, uh, what they were looking for. What's your message when you see a guy have a successful season, then come back and not really get the snaps he might have been expecting in year two? Yeah, well, you know, that message is going to vary from person to person, depending on my relationship with that guy. Kendrick and I have a very good relationship. It's special for for different reasons. So, you know, I'm not going to divulge what, what the message is exactly, but 
you know, anytime a teammate is in that situation, you want him to stay positive, uh, continue to work hard, keep his head down and, and stay committed to the team and to his craft. And I know he's going to do that. Um, you know, he's a selfless player. He, he loves his team and, uh, you know, he wants to help this team any way that he can. So, you know, he's going to keep working just like we all are. And, you know, ho hopefully opportunities will present themselves for all of us and we can take advantage of them. Thanks, Matthew. No problem. Uh, next question, um, Mike Chiardi, followed by Ian Steele. Hey, Matthew, how are you? I'm well, Mike. How are you? I'm well. Um, so this might be sort of a similar answer to the one you just gave about Kendrick, but, you know, you've been around Mac for a year plus. We see how competitive he is, like all of you are, but, like, he seems to take some of the stuff very hard. Seven points yesterday. Do you feel compelled to say something to him? Um, you wait for him to come to you. How does, how does that work? No, I mean, look, I, look, this is Max offense. This is becoming his football team. Um, you know, he doesn't need me breathing down his neck every time something happens on the field, uh, nor does he need any of us breathing down his neck. He's going to process things the way that he processes them. And we know that no one is more committed to what we're doing here and committed to winning and committed to improvement than Max. So, you know, he's hard enough on himself. Um, if anything, I'm, I'm always encouraging the young man uh, staying positive with him because we know how much this means to him. Um, it means a, a great, great deal. So, you know, look, we're all we're all disappointed with the way yesterday went. Um, you know, you don't win the game. It's just a sick feeling that you got to live with for at least another week. So we're going to try to use that as motivation to improve this week and, and see if we can do things a little bit better. Thank you, Matthew. No problem. And the final two questions, sorry, I'm going to go Mark Daniels and Ian Steele. Mark, Mark, I thought he had skipped you, Mark. We'll see, Mike, Mike Giardi, the big NFL network guy, just bullying all this other local media around. I mean, not cool at all. <laughs> but hey, man, hope, hope, you're doing, hope you're doing well and had, you know, good travels back. Um, I wanted to ask you about Mac. I mean, you know, look, watching him after the game, it seemed like he was clearly in some pain. I know that's sort of a part of this, you know, playing football. What have you seen from him in terms of toughness, you know, in terms of gutting that out? And you, you, you all deal with it and, mm -hmm. you know, you, you see your quarterback after the game and he's slow to move. And I'm sure there's a part of you that, you know, respects the fact that he gutted it out. But, you know, what have you seen from Mac, you know, in terms of that? Yeah, absolutely. Look, I, I mean, I have, I have a great deal of respect for anyone who gets under center in this league, takes the ball and has some, you know, monsters come at him. I mean, you look at the, the guys that rush the quarterback and are, playing defense in this league they're they're impressive athletes and and certainly I think Mac has displayed over the course of his young career not only a great deal of physical toughness but mental toughness as well and you love to see that out of your quarterback uh, we feel like we have one of the toughest guys in the league he's going to stand in there and he's going to compete no matter the circumstances no matter his physical condition um, and certainly I think a lot of it boils down to the mental toughness uh, that he possesses so you know, you always appreciate that um, from, uh, you know, your franchise player. You always appreciate when he's willing to stand in there and fight uh, regardless of the circumstances. And certainly, you know, that's been the case with Matt uh, thus far over, you know, the early portion of his career. Thanks, Matt. And last question, Ian Steele. Hey, Matthew, how you doing? I'm well, Ian, how are you? 
Good, good. Um, wanted to ask you about uh, your catch, I guess, off of the punt in the second quarter. Is that literally something you're looking to do as you're running downfield? And can you take us through that play? Yeah, certainly. I mean, you know, that's something that Jake and I spend a lot of time talking about and uh, practicing um, throughout the course of the 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 off season, the summer, and and in season. And you know, Jake made my job pretty easy on that one. He he put the ball right where he said he would put it, and you know, I just had to go go down there and and look up for it and catch it. You know, we we call it pitch and catch, but when we get in those plus fifty situations. You know, we're trying to take advantage of, of field position and uh, make teams drive the length of the field. So, I mean, I, I think our whole unit did a really good job on that. You know, M Miami has a great punt safe rush with some uh, really good, you know, off the ball players and down players. Uh, we picked up the rush really well. Joe gave us good snap operation. Cody called protection great. Um, Jake hit a great ball. And, you know, I think I had the easiest job of anyone out there. So, um, you know, I think that was great execution across the board, all 11 guys on the same page. And and those are the plays that we're talking about that we need to make as a unit to impact games and impact winning. So, you know, hopefully we can continue to do that and, you know, we'll continue to follow Jake's lead on the punt team. Thank you, Matthew. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, guys.